Hey, what's up? This is Johnny McBee, and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. So I picked up another new hobby. I don't know whether to really call it a hobby or just another thing that piqued my interest enough that I felt like I needed to learn it. And I do this all the time with so many different things. I always feel like I'm I'm learning something new or trying to do something new. And it's something that could be a detriment or is a good thing. I don't know. It's just maybe it's ADHD or something, but I'm just always trying something new. And now, right now, it's acoustic guitar. Yeah. The the dude with that's been writing synth and rap metal forever, picking up the acoustic guitar. <laughs> and you would think that over the years and I I'm a pretty proficient uh, you know, metal guitarist, but never ever really picked up acoustic and I did sometimes, but it was one of those things that anytime I picked it up, I was so bad, really. Uh, I felt so limited in my guitar playing that even picking one up just made me feel like stupid, you know, <laughs> like I would, I would I was like, okay, what do I do on this? Like I figured out a little simple four chord progression when I was like 13 or something. And that was like the only thing I've, I could ever play on acoustic. And, um, I, you know, it's, it's so different than the regular guitar, but I'll, my wife, she's really, she really likes folky stuff. She loves stuff like uh, Fleetwood Mac and just like old school blues and all this kind of stuff. She listens to it all the time. And even, you know, like Led Zeppelin, she loves like classic rock and whatnot. And listening to a lot of that stuff, these dudes are playing the acoustic pretty often. And some of the stuff they're playing is just crazy, right? And you hear all the time with acoustic, it's, oh, you just learn these chords and then you can play anything. And so it's something that seemingly would be easier than playing like fast metal stuff. And it just really, I've, I've been listening to the stuff like as my wife's playing it and I, I could tell like, Jesus, that would be hard to play. Like for sure, very difficult. And um, I just wanted to have it to where if I could pick up an acoustic, um, I can just play and at least know what I'm doing. Right. And she's really into this too. And she, she also wanted to learn guitar. And so, um, we both went out, we both got guitars and we kind of started noodling around. And I, I just got one of those standard books that, uh, you know, how to play classical guitar or whatever. And it shows you all the stuff. And I just skipped straight to where the chords were. So it could show me how to like do these chords. And immediately I just, I saw the very first chord and I played it and I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that sounds nice. And I immediately just from knowing that one chord, I wrote like an entire song. It was just one chord. And I immediately could like riff on it. And there's just stuff with this that I think is going to help me so much more with my overall music writing. This is where I'm even getting at with this. And this is why I love learning so many new things. Right. 
and uh, I think that acoustic guitar is going to stick. I, I want to get more proficient at this. And even over the past, it's been about a week since we got the stuff. I've been playing every single day. And the thing that's nice about acoustic is, I mean, you can just pull it out and kind of play a little bit. And even if it's practicing scales or just kind of jamming on some chords, we travel full time, me and my wife. And so we're at state parks all the time. We like to sit out around a fire at night and just relax. And that was kind of one of our thoughts with the guitars. And she's really uh, lyrical. She's really cool with coming up with cool lyrics. And so it'd be cool if we could kind of write some songs together too. And she's learning as well. She, um, you know, she's learning some really simple chord progressions and everything as well. And so it's something we can do together and um, something I think is just going to make me a better musician. And um, because just overall with my music career, I've kind of just got by with everything that's self-taught. I've never learned anything. I've just always figured it out. And so my electric guitar playing is very specific to the type of music that I write. Um, even in my style of picking, it's it works with the stuff that I write. I don't learn other people's songs. I don't do anything like that. And so I really do f- did feel very limited as a guitarist for a very long time. Um, and still at times, but I can play and it seems like I'm I'm good. And I'm I think that my biggest thing that I'm good at is songwriting in general. And so my songwriting ability is what lets me pass for having a lesser ability on some instruments because I can write simple stuff, but in a, in a unique and interesting way that is good to listen to, you know? And that's kind of one of the nice things about this, like blues and like folk uh, acoustic rock music is the stuff is very simple, um, but you can get proficient at it. And so I basically went through this book and I learned the the chords that were in there. And I was already jamming just based off of these chords, the notes that I was hitting. Um, I would make riffs out of them. And I'm and already in like in the first two days, I was like, I feel a million times better at acoustic right now than I ever did before. I learned these chords and then I immediately started riffing just based off of those chords and those progressions. So it, it, it really took no time at all to increase my ability just by even bringing myself to the, um, to the table. You know, if I never got the acoustic, if I never got the book, I never would have even gotten, you know, slightly more proficient. I would say I'm, I'm a hundred times better <laughs> now than a week ago. Cause then I, I started really liking it. I was writing some really cool riffs, but also I have now I dove into the YouTube side of learning, right? And I found some really good channels and one of them was going through the scales and I'm mainly doing the minor pentatonic scales. Uh, it's very rock based, blues based, the minor pentatonic. Um, and I know there's probably some, you know, guitarists out there that are like, you need to learn the major scales first. It's like, I like to just focus on what I like and I'll learn the major ones and everything. But I really, I like the, the minor, the minor scales. And so just simply like, I've never learned scales before. That's never been a thing for me. Like I've always just known these frets and drop tuning sound good, you know? And I just kind of like riff and jam 
and just off the frets that I knew sounded good with typical metalcore deathcore, you know. But now that I already know these scales, I I can riff off of that, and it's going to help me with the browning too. I can learn um, scales in the like uh, the modes that the browning typically plays in, and that's going to help me riff even better. It's I really can't wait to see how learning the acoustic actually helps me with the browning stuff. And so here, I'm going to show you guys a little something that I wrote, and I'm going to play through these two hand positions of the scale, and then I'm going to show you this um, this riff that I think is pretty awesome. It's super simple. It leaves a lot of room for vocals, which in blues and folk, it's a lot of room for vocals, but with these little little riffs. But it goes to show the riff, quote-unquote riff part of this that I'm going to play is literally just the the first like five notes of the scale and then in the second position of the five notes of the scale it's so just knowing just a little bit a week later i'm like yo i can play the entire fretboard of a scale and i'm already writing riffs based off of that you know and uh so yeah here's a, a little example of some jamming that i've been doing <laughs> that I really love about about this acoustic stuff too is like it's so chill <laughs> the my style of playing that I've always had and the Browning's music in general and just what I'm capable of playing is always just such high energy like um if we are sitting around a campfire or if I'm in the at nighttime we're just kind of lounging around and I just pick up the acoustic I can play some chill stuff that's not anxiety driven you know <laughs> and so Right now, um, I'm really, I feel much more proficient at, you know, running string, just running uh, through the strings as far as like finger positions and running through them. And I've learned from the open position of the scale and then all five hand positions of the scale all the way up the fret, fretboard, all the way up to the 12th fret. And it's like, I've never learned a single scale and I almost feel like you know, I wish I would have learned this stuff when I was young because I could have applied it this whole time. But then again, I wouldn't have the uniqueness to of the the style of music I write. I feel like the stuff I write, you can tell that I wrote it. And so now that I'm older, um, you know, I'm 31 years old, I can apply my unique style that I've been that I've built over the, I don't know, 17 years or actually more than that. Uh, almost 20 years of writing music, I can apply now these scales and this new addition to my personal writing style. And so it's not too late. Like if, if you're listening to this and you're like, I would never play acoustic. Like I don't need, it's so deep. I don't even want to get involved in it. Just try it, pick it up, go buy a hundred dollar acoustic guitar, 
pick up one of these books or actually just YouTube, YouTube the stuff. And um, there's a guide. Watch this video. And even if you're like this, this video explains so much to me. Um, it's called the caged uh, hand position. And so it was from a YouTube channel. His name is like Scott Paul or something like that. So look at like Scott Paul hand hand positions, right? And this video just broke it down in such a way that it made it make sense. I always I always felt that standard tuning was very difficult to play in, but that's just because since I was freaking 10 years old or 11 years old starting music, it was always drop tuning and it was just figuring it out. So I've never really gone up to the higher strings and understood them. But so much so that recently I was like, I'm going to learn how to solo. Well, what I did is I created my own tuning on electric on the higher strings that would just make sense for me personally. But now watching this dude's video made me understand why the strings are tuned the way they are. And it helps actually play stuff a lot easier. And so just knowing that, like, I'm going to go into writing metal now with such a bigger knowledge base on how to actually play this instrument. And that's really exciting to me. I just, I'm, I'm curious to see what this does for me and for the Browning's music. And not only that, but I really do want to write some like folk Rocky stuff and see what I can make. I think I could write some really catchy, really cool stuff. And I really do love diversifying the music that I write as a whole too. I, I, the Browning itself is diverse, but I also write a lot of stuff on the side that isn't relative to metal. And this is just adding a whole nother thing. And it's something that uh, me and my wife can do together. And <laughs> kind of one of the things that really sparked all this is I was listening to, she, we were listening to blues music and stuff and they were playing harmonicas. And I was like, harmonica is such a weird instrument. If you go up to any just normal musician and go to every single musician, you know, and I'd be hard pressed to think that, you know, someone that can properly professionally play the harmonica. Like it's such a strange instrument. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go pick up a harmonica. So I bought a harmonica at a gas station for like $8 or something, brought it home and my baby immediately started playing it, which was awesome because it's a, it's a weird thing for a kid to understand to blow and like suck air like that, to be able to do it into the harmonica. She's uh, almost two years old right now, but, and she started playing and she was having so much fun and we were like cheering her on. She was like getting super excited. And then, um, doing that, that's just kind of what sparked like, you know, we should get acoustics and we'll start a little family folk band and the baby will do some harmonica solos and stuff. I still need to watch some videos on harmonica though. It's just that instrument. You you don't know a person that plays it professionally, you know? And so it'd be so random and cool if I could say, yeah, I can, I can play it at a professional level. That's so such a weird thing. I think it's the same sort of thing as like, uh, people finding out that I can bowl at a professional level. And that's another random little hobby I picked up. And that one has actually stuck for like two years. My wife and kind of, I thought I was going to do it, like get really into bowling for like a couple months and be done with it. I mean, two years later, it's still like my favorite thing to do right now. I, I love it. And that's also one thing about bowling and acoustic and harmonica and this kind of stuff 
is those are things that I can kind of grow old with, you know? I can be in a bowling league when I'm 80 years old. I can sit there and play the acoustic guitar when I'm 80 years old. I'm kind of like really thinking about things long term like that where I can kind of grow with these things and they're things I can do. Like I can't write techno metal when I'm 80. I mean, I guess I can, but I don't see that happening. <laughs> I I better be at within the next 20 years be like living in a cabin on a mountain and next to a lake. And I don't think I'm going to be writing techno metal. I say that, but we'll see. <laughs> and so it'd be nice to be doing something that I can grow old with as well and become proficient in that. And, um, I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun to do like a folk rock project, kind of like Fleetwood Mac. I think it'd be awesome, especially doing it with my wife. It's just, uh, something we can do for fun around the campfire and write songs. We've actually already came up with lyrics for, uh, two songs and came up with, um, the concept for a couple just based off of riffs and even a whole concept with the EP. But here, here's the thing about all this. This is where I have a problem with a lot of stuff like this that I get into. Cause like, am I already taking it too serious? You know, I'm sitting here like, Oh, I can write this stuff and we can have this style. And this is the, what the promo picture would look like. And here's what the EP could be called. And she's just like, um, can we like get into it first before you come up with a whole game plan? <laughs> That's just how my brain works though. I don't know why. I just, it's one of those things where I so hyper-focused on something that yes, I get proficient at it and I can become successful, but I don't know. I take things like super serious. I don't really just do something on the side like, oh, it's a hobby, you know, it's always like hardcore. Like I'm going to become a professional bowler. Like within the first like four months of me bowling, that was my goal. I was like, I'm going to come pro. And yes, technically now I, I could bowl in professional tournaments now, but like I, I donate so much time to so many different things that I want to do that is it almost counterproductive, you know, that's kind of where my brain goes like, crap, I'm, I'm dedicating a good amount of time to learning acoustic right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm singing with it too, which the singing is going to help quite a bit too. See, I'm, I'm still justifying it, but I could be spending that same amount of time doing anything else. Like I already have other projects. Like I want to write these books. I had these concepts for these books. Like I could be spending the time doing that, but I don't know. The, the acoustic thing just kind of is consuming my brain currently. <laughs> like even I was uh, on the phone with a, the veterinarian and their hold music was this like classical Spanish uh, guitar playing. And I'm like, I need to learn that scale. I can play that. I want to do that. And so it's like, <laughs> it's like all I'm thinking about right now. And someone tell me like, is that considered ADHD? I don't know. I think it is, but I've never been diagnosed for it. I just, I'm going to live my life no matter what things I have. <laughs> so I just, it's, it's all I can think about. And I want to take it very seriously, but I also want to have fun with it. And I don't know if I'm like ruining the fun, you know, for like my wife, she just wants to play the guitar or sitting around the campfire. She doesn't want to record an album and, you know, take promo pictures and <laughs> try to sell the album to a freaking country artist or sign or something like I don't know. I just, I go to that level with everything I do 
and I can't tell if it's a detriment or not. But I, I do have fun with the stuff. Like I get really proud, but like the other night she went to bed early and I stayed up till midnight playing scales, coming up with riffs. And the next morning she wakes up and I, I show her, I was like, look what I can do now. You know, she's like, cool. You're doing really good. And like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it. I just take it way too seriously. And, um, I don't know, but I, I kind of view this acoustic thing as something overall as a musician. I'm not just like a singer or a screamer or just the Browning overall. I, I want to be an overall musician, but I don't know if people really get attention for being overall musicians or do you get attention for being like the best at one thing, you know, at least, I mean, I guess Michael Jackson is really known for being a really good musician overall or also Prince. Like people don't realize Prince is like one of the best guitarists to ever live. A lot of people just think he's the singer. Um, but in the modern world, uh, so many people are so good at things. I don't know if any, like if it's even, but I guess this is for my own personal thing. And if I wanted to be famous, I would go full on into I'm a vocalist and I'm going to be the best like vocalist in the world. But I really just personally want to be able to write and be good and proficient at everything. And, uh, this thing, this, this acoustic stuff, I've, I have not experienced something that I feel is going to make such an impact on me as a musician as doing this acoustic stuff. It really is an overwhelming thought or for a normal metal guitarist to pick up an acoustic and be able to play to where you sound like you know what you're doing. Um, I, I think it's, it's a pretty embarrassing thing for a lot of guitarists because metal itself is so limited. Um, but it really is fun, man. If you're a guitarist or interested in music at all, the acoustic stuff really is very easy to pick up and just have fun with. And you can be sitting there in the dark and, you know, just kind of chilling and pick it up and play some soft, sad <laughs> acoustic songs. They're happy ones too. That's the cool thing about acoustic. It's so diverse. But even with some of these riffs I'm writing, I'm like, these would be really good electric guitar, like rock riffs. They'd be sweet. And um, so, yeah, I, I really suggest picking up the acoustic and, and learning some proper stuff. Because I thought I could figure it out on my own and I was really trying to, some of the chord progressions. Watch one video. And you'll understand how in-depth but how thought out the guitar playing really is. Like people have put a lot of time into figuring out these systems on the guitar to become very proficient and easy to do it. Like I always thought that people that played acoustic or played um, like rock guitar just kind of jammed, you know, and figured it out and did what felt right, which probably a lot of them do. But also... I think that already these these scales and these chord progressions are getting easy. They're becoming muscle memory, and I've been doing this for a week. And I mean, maybe since I am a proficient electric guitar player, I it's coming naturally. But I already feel like I know 10,000 times more about guitar. <laughs> and so just pick it up and watch a couple of videos and really grind it out a little bit the other night we were watching Gran Torino um 
uh, and I was just like palm muting the acoustic, like running these, the same two scales, the entire movie. And, um, now I don't even have to think about those. I just run them, the scales. They're just in my, in my muscle memory. It's awesome. And so, yeah, I just, this is just another random little thing, but I think it's going to come big time into play whenever I work on this new Browning album that I'm going to start here soon. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, you guys are going to have to let me know if you think that something like, like how hard I focus on something, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or like, should I just focus on what I'm good at? Cause I'd be spending this time on piano too. And the piano helps the Browning cause it's synthesizers and stuff like that. I could be learning proper scales on that. But then again, this is kind of a family thing. This is, this is for me and my wife to be doing together. And it is fun. We sat there and jammed and wrote lyrics and it was, it was a lot of fun. And so, yeah, there's another thing I'm, I'm learning and I, I really love it right now. It's a lot of fun. Acoustic guitar. Who would have thought, <laughs> but yeah, a random little just talking podcast. I appreciate you guys listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out.